Do you ever wonder what happened to your friends from high school? I mean, you were so close. You laughed together, you cried together, you shared some of the best years of your lives together, and yet, somehow through life, you just lost touch. Now it's time to relive those moments once again. Introducing the podcast that takes you back in time to the place where it all began. This is Class Reunion. We're bringing you all the gossip, secrets, and scandals from your high school days that you won't want to miss. Join us as we catch up with old classmates and dive into the wildest stories from our high school days. From those legendary parties to the infamous cliques, we're spilling all the tea on who's who and what really went down. So grab a seat, turn your volume up, and get ready for a trip down memory lane. Class Reunion, the podcast that reunites us all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Class Reunion. I have a very special, special episode today. I have conjured up people from my elementary school days who meant a great deal to me. And I am fortunate to bring to you a few of my classmates. Mark Wittenberg, who's in Minnesota, he's a sales manager of a software company. Say hi, Mark. Hello. And Jeff Ryder, who has uh, been named the the Hour Magazine Realtor of the Year, the All-Star. He's with Remax in Michigan. Jeff Ryder. Hello, everyone. And we had a special guest uh, come and crash this episode, which I'm so thrilled about. I've been trying to get her on. Denise Levy Kaplan, who's the partner and founder of Encore Worldwide. Say hi, Denise. <laughs> hi. Love it. We have a lot to talk about. It's going to be uh, interesting to make sure everybody gets you know, their voices heard, but we're going to have a lot of fun. And I mentioned earlier that my favorite part of starting the podcast with my guests is the pre-call or just kind of conjuring up some, some uh, memories in the past. And we have a text chain that I mentioned to the group should really have an NDA with it because it's hilarious yet confidential. So I hope we keep all those correspondences going. It was a lot of fun. So uh, let's start with our elementary because Mark, I want to address you moved at, at what age in middle school? I moved in the summer of seventh grade, going into eighth grade. So you went to one year at Berkshire then? One year at Berkshire, seventh grade. And then, yeah, my family moved to Ann Arbor. Okay. And I, I, I remember... Uh, vividly, this is like a haunting memory of going to tell my best friend, Jeff Ryder, in the, in the backyard of his house at night, playing basketball that we were moving. And it was super sad. But um, it ended up being a really great move because Ann Arbor is a killer place to grow up. It's awesome, awesome. I would imagine. Kind of second wave of a childhood. Yeah. What prompted that move? Was that uh, a job change for your family or? I think my mom, there, there were some, I, I don't know if it was like the, there, there were some funky elements going around. I think the vibe got a little rug, rough and she okay. always just wanted to be in Ann Arbor. It's like she's always wanted to be in a, in a university. She town. was made for Ann Arbor. I, I, I love that. Yeah. 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 Good one to pick. I don't disagree. Like, I think junior high or middle school, as they call it now, is when things can get rocky and then they level out a little bit in high school because so much of your body's changing and, and it's when bullying kind of starts and it's a it's a crazy time. I, I did like Berkshire a little bit more than Groves, but I also had some awful experiences. I talked about it in my last podcast where I was thrown outside the locker room naked all the time. So good times. I think I think uh, the, the peer <laughs> the peer pressure is just really yeah. intense right around mm -hmm. that time. Yeah. Yes, definitely. 
Uh, I called you the Forestwood gang on the text message because you did all live in a neighboring community. Denise, you and I were neighbors in Cranbrook subdivision. Denise and I, we had, you know, the other half of the kids that walked to Evergreen Elementary School and Jimmy McKillop, Lisa Kashishi. Jimmy and Gary Berwick. Gary Berwick. Gary Berwick. Yes, it was a whole, whole bunch of folks. But then Sherry Hill. Yeah. Sherry Hill. I mean, I was... 10 houses away yeah. from Jeff because Cherry Hill ran Evergreen. into when we merged in fourth grade. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff and Mark and Janine, we were just, we just would cross Evergreen yeah. and boom, we were at each other's houses in literally three minutes. Love it. So we rode our bikes everywhere, right? Yeah. And did you recall all going up for ice cream or getting candy, which was reminiscent of why I, I distributed that decades box, but were there, were there candy bars that you all rode your bikes up to, to go get on 12 and evergreen or Barrels. where'd you go? I'm going to, I'm going to challenge, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge Jeff. Do you Bring remember it. the name of the part? Do you remember the name of the party store at evergreen? What was it? 13 and evergreen? No, 12 and evergreen. 12 pa- and evergreen. Was it party stop or what was it? Denise. You may go. No, Cracker no, Barrel. That was no, restaurant. that was the restaurant. It was it was called the Shortstop. The Shortstop. Oh, oh! I thought it was called the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> shortstop and Piccadilly was in there too, right? That was or was that? Yeah, I think the Piccadilly became the what Denise is talking about. Right. Shortstop was north of Twelve Mile, just north of Twelve Mile. It was the candy store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then do you remember when, and then I'll let you talk, Sandy Stockade? I do remember Sandy Stockade, yeah. Well, Leanne, did you ever ride your bike to the Evergreen Plaza? All the time. So Sandy Stockade was there in the Pickle Barrel Delicatessen. I feel like I walked up there a lot with you, Mark, Don Geyser, Kim Shikes, and we'd go get ice cream up there. Yeah. Very, very fun. All right. So to keep this moving, um... Any elementary crushes that you remember that you didn't act upon, but you just from afar in gym class or at the at the recess that you just fell in love with? Mine, of course, everybody knows mine was Scott Simke. There was no no right no hiding that. But you acted yeah, on that. Too. You acted on that. <laughs> I did act on that. Yeah, I remember you guys was at Laura Lanson's house. Someone had a party, and I think yeah. you were under the ping pong table. So. So Laura Lanson was your crush, Mark? No, Laura, Laura, Laura and I dated a little bit, I think in fifth grade. God, it's so okay. young. We are so young. When I tell these <laughs> stories to my kids now, they're like, Dad, yeah. what are you doing? Like, that's so young. But yeah, Laura, Laura and I would yeah go record shopping. That was that was our thing. You go buy 45s, so romantic. right? romantic. Go buy 45s. And then she had a little cat named Kitan. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> that's cute. Um, no, that's so adorable. Denise? Oh, please. Fe- Mark Wittenberg, fe- are you kidding? Oh, oh God. Mark, did you hear that? I have an autograph book, and Mark, I still have it. Roses are red, violets are plaid. You have bigger ones than Cheryl Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Such a poet, Mark. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh, that was yeah. that was your crush, Denise. That's awesome. I I think I my second crush would have been Mark as well for sure. I know Jeff. Uh, I know Jeffs. Who is okay, Jeff? You do. Jeff. Oh come on. Oh yeah. Well, I want to see what uh, you first said. Of all, I had a crush on like a lot of girls. Me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Me too. <laughs> to this day, I would say yeah. Deanne Capsalis. 
Yeah. Okay. She was a cutie. Totally cute. Uh, cutie. Julie Horde, but I kind of acted on that one. I think I had a crush on you, Leanne, like, which I never acted on, I don't think. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, did, I did not get the um, memo. <laughs> Lori Mann. Okay. That was junior high. From Australia. From she Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Oh, yes. Love that accent. Yes. Berkshire. I think those are my crushes that I didn't act on. Okay. I was going to mention Sandy Sandy Cataldo would have been my go-to. I don't know oh, if I had a crush yeah. on Sandy or not. I don't remember. Okay. I remember us scheming. We got Julie and Sandy to the ice skating <laughs> rink for a... Okay. Maybe that's true. <laughs> we did a lot of scheming. Horrifying double date. Yes. We did a lot of oh, scheming. And Farrell's. Yes. You remember our double dates at Farrell's? Farrell's. Yes. And, and the zoo, the, the ice cream zoo they put on the back and... Mm -hmm. Was your birthday? Oh my gosh, I was lactose intolerant. I, <laughs> Mark, we went on a double date. I was with Missy Gallagher, and I don't remember who your date was. Maybe Laura. It was probably Karen Finstein. Karen Finstein, yes. Oh, <laughs> I remember Karen. Sure. So outgoing. How about the Safety Squad? Because we talked about that on, on other podcasts, and I have a great picture. Mark, I didn't see you on it, but I know Jeff Denise. Yeah, were you on it? I was, and Mark, yeah, were I, you on that? I think I was on it for one or two times, and the power just got to me in ways like <laughs> I belt. became dictatorial. <laughs> yes, it, it was too much. Uh. I mean, you want to talk about contrast of cultures. We were telling students how to cross the street, and if they were, you know, jaywalking, they'd be written up. There was a, such a power trip. You got hot chocolate in the office after a cold day. But today, that would be parents. Like students would not be doing safety squad, maybe, but I don't think so. I think all the parents are watching the kids cross the street and being volunteers. But I thought it was an awesome sort of sense of responsibility to be old enough to monitor, you know, the second and third graders across the street. I thought it was adorable. To give you a sense of of accomplishment and right. But I'm sure the responsibility. I'm sure the attorneys nix that somehow they got in the way of that. yeah there was a lawsuit i'll bet yeah <laughs> okay and who recalls not so much so when it rained we all know that we went to the was a learning resource center was lrc and we'd watch like woody woodpecker but does anybody recall actually going to evergreen on the weekends we'd pay like a quarter to go in and there'd be movies and red skeleton was there and abbott costello it was the first time i knew what being drunk was all about because red skeleton did a whole movie skit on being drunk does anyone remember that? i don't i do not i, I, I sent it either. i sent it to you in the email i'm sorry denise i'll add you on there but there there was a youtube clip and it was like my gosh that's what we watched back then was this guy being totally drunk it's just so funny what we were allowed to see yeah Marco. Ha have have any of you introduced your children to the red balloon mm -mm. Oh, no. no no i can't that did make me cry all the time. I know, but it was so good. Do you remember watching that? Yes, yeah. I do. Oh, gosh, Mark. That's a good one. I screwed up parenting in so many ways. I did, red, I did Red Light, Green Light until that show Squid came on, and I was like, oh, God, that's a death sentence. It's a <laughs> right. wild show. A little, little different version of Red Light, Green Light that we came up with, Jeff. You and I played soccer for years, and we actually had a championship game. We played at Southfield Civic Center. And, and I always, this I do talk about with, with my son and, and other kids that are younger. We went and no one watched. We had no snacks. We barely had water. 
no parents. They dropped us off. That van would open up and five kids from the neighborhood would get out and we'd be out there sweating. And then they came to pick us up. No one was there. Do you remember that? It's just so different. And I remember thinking we had really moved up in the world when there was a water jug that our coach, I forget his name, I think the one that we won the championship with, and he had that little like orange McDonald's water jug thing. And I thought, oh my God, we can survive now. We're going to be hydrated. And my mom was always like, I don't want to go watch you kick that ball back and forth. That's so boring. (laughs) But we had that together. Are there any core memories that you have that I just shared that are your own, that if you think of Evergreen, just immediately something pops up? Denise? I have two. The first is sixth grade camp. Do you guys remember when we went to sixth grade camp? Jeff, do you remember? I got in big trouble. Why did you say more? I don't remember that. What I remember something required some required thing. And then I had to sit out and I had to help out like whoever the presentation people were of like DTE. I had to like help them because I was in trouble for skipping something to play basketball. Probably like the flag rising. Like we all had to go around in early in the morning. Do you remember the, and the flag would be somebody pulled up the flag in the morning. I remember going to see Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta. It it was just all the girls. We went to see that movie and I was like, oh my God, I am very, I think I like John Travolta (laughs) in a new way. All of a sudden I was like, this is not like Vinnie Babariba. This is like the sexiest man I've ever seen in my life. I was like, Those bell bounds, pretty tight. Think about that movie. Well, it was a big culture um, change. Like that was, that carried on for a very long time. That album was, I bought the Staying Alive four albums off of like TV when you would order albums off of TV and Staying Alive had a four pack of albums. I saved up my babysitting money. Like that was all time. I listened to it in the basement over and over and over. Definitely culture. Okay, Jeff, what about you? You know, most of my memories were just the games. The, the block wide yeah. kick the can games we'd play until it was dark. Yes. The cheats. Yes. Yeah. Cheat soccer, which was the, you know, rugby soccer stuff we'd play. There was some handball game we'd yeah. play uh, against the school building. Oh, against the wall. 500. Yeah. yeah. I remember like the spin yeah. to bottle right. games, those kind of things. We play at Mark's house all the time. Spin the bottle. Mark and I would kind of conspire. Hey, let's get Julie over here and, you know, whoever. (laughs) Janine. Janine. Janine for sure. Kind of stop. And then it got weird when somehow Dean got into the mix and it was like, this is hang on a minute. And I think Michelle, my sister, got involved one time. We're like, okay, no, 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 no. Let's. Okay. We're getting to West Virginia right now. Yes, right. Mark, what about you? There are so many. But Jeff, I wonder if you remember one Thanksgiving, we were, I think we were playing, you know, the side of Jeff's house was where all the, the baseball was played. And one Thanksgiving, these two drunk dudes crashed hard into your big oak tree (sighs) to the left, right near the... Do you remember that? I do. And they flew through the window. One guy crashed through the window. They did not hit it softly. Yeah. And they got up and they were like, oh my God, dude, whoa. (laughs) But but other than that... Holy cow. Other than that, it was always... 
you know, the best part of my childhood back then was there was no iPhone. There was no texting. It was you had to go out and find your fun. It's like we go even you you might have to go up a couple of grades and go get Matt Scullin to <laughs> play. And you might need to yeah. right, get Steve Barr down, right? Oh, and- gosh, yeah. We did a better job of genuinely, this is my opinion, but genuinely keeping in touch with one another because you had to make a consistent phone call. If it didn't answer, you called in another hour because there were, you went at knocked. the time, there weren't yeah. answering machines. You had to knock at the door. You had to introduce yourself to adults. So our interaction, I felt, was pretty mature back then of how we had to work with adults and how we depended on them. You know, I just thought that was pretty cool. We're all in, listen, we're all in sales here on this phone, yeah. on this on this right. cast. We learned how to sell at an early age because if you wanted to make your, enter- if you wanted entertainment, you had to go make it happen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And we did it every, every day after school, we had something going on. We were playing football or baseball or soccer. And it was, it was constant. It was awesome. I had sap on my hands all the time because I was climbing trees. Right. I mean, and I'll say that we, we were inclusive. So Kim Shikes played with us and Don Geyser and Laura Shikes and, like, yeah. it was just whoever wanted to play could play. Yeah. I do talk about our neighborhood because we had um, diverse religions, which I want to get into because, Jeff, I want to talk about your bar, bar mitzvah. And and this is going to sound political and I don't mean to, but like everyone had the flag out on the 4th of July. We were all kind of Americans loving one another. You didn't really know political political affiliations too much, you know, and it's and I miss all of that. I miss just knowing your neighbor for who they were. And just being friendly to one another. Uh, but going to all the different faiths in the neighborhood. So bar and bar mitzvahs, let's talk about it. I was so fortunate to be invited to many of them. But I did get a talking to from my mom who said, listen, you're getting one dress and you're going to wear it to every single event. I don't care if you're seeing your classmates for a second or a third or fourth time. It's one dress because there were so many wonderful invitations. Denise, you had like um, buses that took us to the venue yeah, or something temple to the disco party yes <laughs> i mean disco smoke a body. cigarette i felt fancy uh but jeff this is where the rumor comes in and i just cannot remember if this is fact or fiction i was told that you were actually scheduled to have sammy davis jr no do you remember no, i don't that remember rumor? the rumor and it was definitely not true like what because it's somehow like spread like wildfire talk about not having cell phones that rumor started and like went crazy so i have for the record i mean sammy and i are tight obviously but you know right (laughs) she wanted to come but i'm like no dude Right. You're too old. The glass eye thing. Isn't that weird? I have wanted to Oh, I wanted to share that with you so many times because I was like, how the heck did that? I never even I didn't know that was a rumor. Crazy. Okay, so did we talk about our favorite candy really quick when we were talking about going up to the store? I like the Jolly Ranchers the best. Boy, that's seventies candy. Man, there's nothing better than the Mary Janes. Let's be honest. Oh. Candy, no, Mary, Mary Jane's, Jane's candy. Yeah. yeah. Jolly Ranchers. Come on. Bit Mark. of honeys. All right. All right. We're gonna- I was a witch. Bit of honeys. Come on, green. dude. You are cooler than that. <laughs> what about candy, um, candy necklace? Oh, yes. Candy. You would wear a choker. 
for candy sure. necklace. Sorry, Mark and Jeff, but we had the candy necklace and you would take a yes. little bite and then it would get we, like I've got one in my fridge there. here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Liam. Hey, sorry for the interruption. I've got some sweet news to share about old time candy. They're all about bringing back the classic candies we grew up with in love. How you ask? With the Decades Box, of course. It's like taking a time machine back to your childhood, only sweeter. Personally, I've ordered from Old Time Candy to add some pizzazz to friends' milestone birthdays. And wow, was it a hit. Each box is jam-packed with goodies from the decade of your choice that will transport you back in time with a single bite. Plus, this family-owned business has been run by candy lovers for candy lovers since 2000. So if you're eager to relive the good old days, go ahead and check out Old Time Candy. You won't regret it. All right, now let's get back to the show. Okay, we're going to quickly move to adult life, and then we're going to play a little round of a game, and then we'll close it out with what what we want out of the future. So Jeff, you have been in real estate for a really long time. So successful. I, I I do follow you. So I am super proud of you. I talked about your reward, your award through Remax and Hour Magazine, but you do crush it. You have a great social media presence and I love what you do and it helps me see what's going on in the neighborhood and the values. And so I just, on a personal note, I want you to know that I'm a, I'm a big fan. Thank so you. congratulations for your career. I know it's not easy. I've done it before. And I mentioned trying to get my license again. It's not for the week. And um, so how did that transition? And, uh, you know, what were you doing before? Uh. Real estate? I, I did a bunch of different things before real estate, nothing consistent. Um, okay. And it really, once I once I got married and had my first child, then that's kind of when I'm like, okay, I need a career. Like I need to be able to to provide. Yeah. And I, for me personally, having kids like changed my life. Like I, I'll cry about it even just talking yeah. about it because like all of a sudden yeah. there's people on the planet that I would jump in front of a bus for like without thinking and that hadn't been the case before so it changed my entire perspective of the world i have two daughters they're both in their 20s 26 and 24 yeah i know well i'm going to make you cry even more because i'm going to give you a shout out uh for some additional kudos this is hopefully so i don't have to pay you um when i said i'm coming up to michigan next week your daughters relocated to florida around the same time I left and went to Florida. And we corresponded on Facebook about that because your dedication to coming down and seeing them on a consistent basis was something that did not occur with my son, which is how I'm going to start crying. I moved and you know, that just dissolved that relationship with his father. So the fact that you got on a plane and you came so often to see them and stay involved was such a testament to who you are as a person and a father that those girls will always remember that dedication. Thank you. So I just want to give you they, a round of Their mother moved that. in high school when the girls were, the girls were in high school and junior high and, and uh, I lost in court. So I went, you know, every month for a week, I would go to Florida and stay there and hang out with them. And luckily they both moved back to Michigan once they graduated. Like my youngest is here yeah. at my house right now. Yeah, but it was amazing to see and watch and you never once um, made an issue of it and you just showed up. You showed up. Thanks. So I I'm going to show you one that. more thing. Oh my God. No way! It's amazing. Congratulations! Thank you. Congratulations. That's huge. 
Yeah. Uh, he just I, for those that are on audio, he said he just held up a little onesie. He's going to be a grandfather. Oh, so. nice! Thank He's, you. Congratulations! Thank you. I'm very excited, like super excited. That's awesome. Uh, when's the baby coming? January 13th okay. is the due date. Wonderful! Nice, nice start to 2024, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and this, that daughter lives, you know, in Farmington, you know, Farmington Hills, so 15 minutes away from me. So. I'm really excited. Uh, and Mark, fancy pants on your lake house there? Oh, gosh. Um, so my story, I went to Michigan State, loved it. Last day of graduation, loaded up uh, U-Haul, moved to Chicago, where I got reconnected with Denise at Yaxi's, completely random. Met up with her and Nancy Newman and rekindled our friendship. Uh, Denise ended up getting me a job. And on Miracle Mile, one one Miracle Mile. You got yourself a job. Well, you got me introduced and helped make it happen. And so Denise and I worked together for five years post-college. That was super cool. But what it did is it got me, I I got promoted out to San Francisco, where I've lived a couple of times, and, and then Minneapolis, where I've come back to. And after after that work, I, I ended up getting into high tech. And I've been, you know, working for companies like Oracle and IBM. And now that my current company, Domo, I've been for, for going on 10 years, which is uh, cloud-based analytics. And I'm Minneapolis, I've been here for, I don't know, 27 years or so. And it's, it's a cool thing. I've got three kids, three boys who, like Jeff, I can, I can totally relate. They're everything. My eldest is starting University of Minnesota this fall. Wonderful. And, Nicely done. Yep. And another 16 who is keeping me on my toes and a soon to be 14 year old. So life is, it's really, it's really good. It's good. Oh, it is a beautiful family. I know you're not totally on social media, but when you do post gorgeous family and I, I joke about your, your, your house that you're at, but like the memories you must be creating must be a little reminiscent of how we grew up too, of just like letting kids play and swim and fish and do all that stuff. I just think you've given them a really cool foundation for a lifetime of memories. Well, that's cool. They're all very different from one another. And so, yeah, you got to you got to be ready for them all. But um, <laughs> yeah. Denise, Denise knows them quite well. Yeah, they're special. They're special kids. That's beautiful. And Denise, going to Chicago, like Mark, our, even though you didn't graduate with us at our high school, the the mass exodus from Michigan to Chicago after Michigan State was huge. I mean, there's so many people that we graduated with that are now permanently in Chicago. It's amazing. It's kind of law. I yeah. remember uh, you have to move to Chicago. I remember Denise, right? We saw Jimmy McKillop there. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ooh. Scott Zimke. Zimke. Yeah. I saw Zimke in a bar one. Yeah. <laughs> So Denise, why don't you talk about your, cause I, I love your story too. And I love what your husband does and all of that. Um, so love of my life. Her name is Annie Rose Kaplan, the great, she's 23 and uh, she's actually in the process of moving from Washington DC to Chicago. I'm on a plane tomorrow to go get her and move her back. She's going to be teaching kindergarten. So oh, she's adorable. She wants to be a speech pathologist. And oh it's going to take a year to teach before grad school. And she's just like Jeff, the best thing that has ever happened to me in my entire, she's the joy of my life. She's mm-hmm. incredible. And I live in Chicago and I work in advertising and marketing, which I've done since graduation. And I love my job. It's just stimulating and creative. Yeah, I'm still really close. My sister and I, Dana, the painter, we talk 
four times a day and my parents, everybody's healthy and good. And I feel good. I ran into her name is beautiful, by the way. So I, I love her name. I ran into your mother. Gosh, this would have been maybe in the early 2000s. And they were doing that threading of the eyebrows or whatever. And I look over and there's this beautiful woman and she was just getting remarried. Yeah. Does this ring a bell? What year would have that been? Uh, well, they've been married. They've been together for 30 years, married probably for 25. So my mom and Louie, he's the he's Oh my the best. gosh. That so was 25 years ago I saw Yeah. That? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Probably because I don't have any eyebrows anymore. So it had to have been 25 years ago. Oh, she was gorgeous then. And I, no. I know she's gorgeous now. So she's amazing. So she was one of the first people to like start exercising when that kind of became a craze. <laughs> yeah. And she would yeah. walk through the neighborhood. Yeah. She, we so all got the hell out fighting. of the way when Sally <laughs> so Levy came walking. So she, there's my mom, not five feet tall, like on a good day. I mean, boobs and a tight t-shirt and her For pink sure. Reeboks and that smile. And she would walk with a lot of enthusiasm through the name. And then, you know, and then, <laughs> oh yeah, the boys would tease me and yeah. be like, who am I? <laughs> and they would be like, they would like make fun, Sally Levy. So wait, you just have to hear this. So really, like a few months ago, where I live, I was doing the stairs in the hills, kind of in an area where you can really get a good workout running up and down the stairs in the hills. And I mean, I'm going uphill. So of course, I'm like, and the little nine-year-old girls, all of a sudden, these two little Nine-year-old girls are going, oh, my god! And they're making fun of me. And I started laughing. And their mother was, like, horrified. Like, girls, stop making fun of this enthusiastic woman. Like, oh, my God. And I have officially turned and, into Sally Levy. Yeah, but here's the deal. Sally Levy has the last laugh because she looks great today. Oh, yeah. she's turning 80. She is more enthusiastic today than she was in 1975 and she's a Aww. dynamo she is a dynamo and i think weren't she wasn't she also wearing leg warmers too when she would walk because i can i feel like i can see the <laughs> outfit i don't know i i, I just see the you know the boobs the yeah. smile <laughs> the pink reeboks and you know matt Featherstone like <laughs> <laughs> she was doing that 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 jazzercise walking video way before that was cool. Like she was on top of it. That's she, awesome. She knew it. it, was, it she was, knew it. Yeah. And she was good to all of us. She she was always very good. She knew what was going on with all the kids. Okay, so with that, we're gonna play a rapid round of questions really quick. And it's going to be some quick trivia. If you know the answer, you can either raise your hand or just say Mark or Denise and shout your name. Well, we're going to go through really quick and do some questions from the 70s and 80s really fast. Who was the 39th president of the United States serving from 1977 to 81? Jimmy Gerald. Carter. Jimmy Carter. 79. Yeah, Jimmy we, Carter. All, we all remember 79. Yeah. Iran hostage crisis, right? Wow. Wow. Horrible. Wow. Okay. Who won the Rumble in the Jungle boxing match in 1974 Ali. against George Foreman? Ali. Yeah. Yes. Very good. And then it made me realize I looked up, you know, obviously Joe Lewis was great in Detroit. And then Tommy Hearns. I forgot Tommy Hearns. He was such a great impact. To that the hit fight against Marvin Hagler. Hitman. So close. Yes. So oh, close. my gosh. Yes. That first round. 
That first round was amazing. Okay, local weathermen who often came up with cool sayings of being forecast as cloudy, which is cloudy and lousy, or huggy, which was humid and muggy. First weatherman ever. Sonny Elliott. And he would squeak the, squeak the, yeah, there we go. Sonny Elliott. Oh, Sonny Elliott, okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And he would squeak the UP, he had like a little squeaky Mm -hmm. thing up in the UP. Yeah, he was iconic. Okay, the Sony Walkman, the portable cassette player, this kind of surprised me, was released in what year? 79. 80. Oh, my gosh. 79? Jeff is correct. Wow. 1979. Okay, last one. Which British musician and former member of the Beatles was tragically John assassinated Lennon. in 1980? Yes. We're going to close this out real quick with a play on my name, Dr. Pepper, uh, The Sweeter Life. So I just want to kind of take the moment. To, we've done the history and everything, but we're in this weird space of some people are retired. Like We have our 40th coming up at Groves next year, and I feel almost like it's the fifth year again. We're, we're going to have a plethora of people in a variety of places, right? I mean, grandkids, six, no grandkids, still raising kids, uh, retired, not retired, employed, unemployed. I mean, it's just, I feel like we're almost right back into the thick of redefining that future for us. So I would love to to hear what everyone kind of forecasts or where you think you might be, you know, in the next few years. So Denise, do you want to go? I love my job and yeah. and I'm going to work until uh, they wheel me out of here. So I'm good probably till I'm about 95, maybe 98. Love it. How big is your company, by the way? How many employees do you have? 15. Oh, nice. Nice. And you love Chicago. So there's no reason love to yeah. go anywhere else. And I'm yeah. so, so grateful you joined. Thank um, you for having I, me really reached out because I did think this would be a great group of people and Mark kudos for, for reeling her in. It makes me happy. So I I'm, I'm thrilled. Mark. My goal is to work till I'm 62. That's when my youngest will be 18. Then it's, tra- it's travel to it's party time. Nice. Well, I just spend a couple of months traveling the world to the, the warm destinations and sticking around here and being with my kids and friends. That's awesome. Oh, that's beautiful. I like the number. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good age. Good for you. And Mr. Ryder? I'm probably going to be working until I die. I, I kind of enjoy work. And, and uh, although I certainly, I love to travel. So I like to take some time off and, and I'm looking forward to being a grandfather. Like I, you know, will enjoy getting on my knees and playing and wrestling and all those kind of fun things. Can you get back up? That'll be difficult without making a noise. My, my playing days yeah. are going to be... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let me see what you can create on your own. I'll watch. <laughs> Although I, I could see myself yeah. transitioning and like actually just like teaching pickleball or something like that. Just kind of relaxing. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's so hot down it's hot here. here too. I can't, they keep making courts and courts and yeah. Beautiful, everybody. I'm, I'm thrilled that we're all together and happy and healthy and have the opportunity to catch up. Like that's a true blessing. And also why I want to do this too, because we do often, unfortunately, see some tragic losses of people that we went to school with. And so it should be a reminder that let's keep celebrating each other and stay in touch with one another. And uh, I hope our paths cross sooner rather than later. But I thank you so, so much for being on. It means the world to me. And I'm glad we went back yeah, in time. Thank you beautiful. so much for putting this together, Leanne. It's wonderful. And it's wonderful to see all of you guys. We love you, Leanne. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Sure goes by quickly. Cool. I know. Thank you. I know. 
It does. All right, we'll stay on, but thank you you so much for joining. Bye. This was great. All right, friends. That's it for this episode of Class Reunion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show, write us a review, and share this podcast with a friend. Until next time.